Blog Talk Radio. Stay tuned. Deliverance is next. Parental discretion is advised. Live worldwide. Deliverance with your host, Jay Bartlett. For the next half hour, Jay will be exploring the unknown, the strange, the supernatural. Ready or not, you're about to experience deliverance. forgiving sin and rebellion, yet he does not leave the guilty unpunished. He punishes the children for the sin of the parents to the third and fourth generation. He does not leave the guilty unpunished. He punishes the children for the sin of the parents to the third and fourth generation. This was taken from the book of Numbers, chapter 14, where Moses is writing to the people of God, warning them that the sins of their fathers, of their grandfathers, of their mothers, of their grandmothers can have an effect upon their lives. This is commonly known as generational curses that travel through bloodlines. It's something we encounter each and every meeting that we hold, public and private meetings throughout the world, on every continent of the world. And we're discovering in recent years, in recent months, in recent meetings, that this has been a common occurrence where we're finding demons, evil spirits, dark powers of Satan invading people's lives because of their ancestors' sins. Perhaps your ancestor opened the door. And most likely they probably did. Open the door to an evil spirit, to the power of Satan. Could have been the sin of jealousy, the sin of anger, unforgiveness, bitterness, hate, rage, lust, pride. Could have been the sins of murder, blood sacrifice, idolatry, sexual immorality. You get the point. Any sin that's held on, that's not repented of, not dealt with, can be an open door for demons to enter. And demons will stay within the bloodline. They're wanting bodies. And if they have rights to stay, they will stay nine out of ten times. Perhaps your uncle. Perhaps your grandfather. Perhaps your grandmother. Somebody somewhere in the bloodline opened a door. Well, those demons entered the body, entered the soul nature, and they traveled down through the blood, and they sought you. Perhaps you have the same struggles as your mother has, that your father has. Seems like you can't shake it. You've tried all kinds of different alternative therapies and, and means to get freedom. Nothing's worked. Well, I'm glad you're listening tonight as we're going to investigate and look at the issue of generational curses, how they can affect you, how you can overcome them, how you can walk in victory, 
how you don't have to be a victim of the curse, how you can be free from generational curses. On my father's side, 400 years at the very least of generational curse, curses in relation to the Masonic lines, to secret societies, to the powers of the Illuminati. I was able to break free by the power of the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. You can be set free. Doesn't matter how many generations it's gone back. I've dealt with demons that have gone back through the ancestors all the way to the days of Moses. I mean, the days of Noah, I should say. Doesn't matter. The power of the blood, of the shed blood of the Lord Jesus Christ, could set you free and can break that curse. And it needs to be broken. There's ancient demons. Ancient spirits that are traveling through the bloodline, we need to confront them. And that's what I plan to do on tonight's edition of Deliverance. I'm Jay Bartlett, and I will be here for the next half hour exploring the unknown, the strange, and the supernatural. Ready or not, you're about to experience Deliverance. Toby Mack with a story of real-life Jesus freaks from the Voice of the Martyrs. Jesus' command in Matthew chapter 25 to visit those in prison leads most of us to imagine convicted inmates serving time in a local jail cell. We rarely consider the thousands of persecuted Christians imprisoned around the world this very day. Their only crime may have been owning a Bible, attending an underground church service, or proclaiming the gospel. Their prison may be a crude dungeon or a filthy hole in the ground. Their only visitors are diseased vermin and brutal guards. Suddenly, Jesus' mandate to remember those in prison takes on a whole new meaning. For more, go online to persecution.com. Preaching the gospel or even being a believer in Iraq is costly. Reports received by the Voice of the Martyrs show that in recent weeks, attacks by Muslim extremists against believers have reached alarming levels. A Syrian international news agency and cable news network reported that on November 22nd, three believers were killed in Mosul. Despite increased attacks, believers remain courageous and steadfast in their faith. Assailants entered a shop owned by two Christian brothers, Sadhana and Wadhana, and shot them. Wad was killed instantly, and Saad succumbed to his injuries a few hours later. In an unrelated incident, later in the day, police found an elderly Christian woman strangled in her Mosul home. Ask God to comfort those mourning the loss of these believers. Ask God to bring His peace to Iraq. To learn what it means to serve God in Iraq and many other restricted countries, subscribe to the Voice of the Martyrs free monthly newsletter at 875-VOICE. That's 875-V-O-I-C-E. Call 875-VOICE. The Voice of the Martyrs is a Christian nonprofit organization. December the 1st at 10 a.m. in the Newark, New York City area. I'll be at the Hampton Inn, New, New York 
Airport, Boardroom Meeting Hall, 1128 Spring Street, Elizabeth, New Jersey, just minutes from Manhattan. The teaching schedule is such, 10 a.m. to 12 noon, a study of spiritual weapons, angels, sacred oil, swords, and holy water. From 2 p.m. to 4 p.m., a study of the doorways of demons. We'll be looking and investigating the doors that people open throughout the world, such as bloodletting, curses, the occult, and trauma. At 5 p.m., a public deliverance service, where we'll be casting out evil spirits and healing the brokenhearted. That's Saturday, December the 1st, at 10 a.m., the teaching begins. At 5 p.m., the public deliverance service, that's at Newark, airport at the Hampton Inn, boardroom meeting hall, 1128 Spring Street, Elizabeth, New Jersey. Now, Sunday, December the 2nd, I'll be in beautiful Vancouver, British Columbia at 5 p.m. at the Hampton Inn and Suites downtown. Anyone in British Columbia, Alberta, Northern California area, Portland, Oregon, Washington, stay up in the Seattle area. Get to the meeting in Vancouver so you can be set free. The service begins at 5 p.m. at the Hampton Inn Suites, downtown Point Grey Meeting Hall, 111 Robson Street in beautiful Vancouver, British Columbia. I'm looking forward to, to meeting you and praying for you in the name of Jesus Christ. Wednesday, December the 5th, a public deliverance meeting at 7 p.m. in beautiful Honolulu, Hawaii, at the Double Tree. And beautiful Honolulu. That's Wednesday, December the 5th, and then I'll be on onward traveling onward to Perth, Australia, Saturday and Sunday services. We'll be conducting, uh, that's December the 8th and 9th, in Perth, Australia, at the Light Pavilion, Unit 3, 108 Welshpool Road, Welshpool, Western Australia, in beautiful Perth, Australia. The first Saturday session begins at 10 a.m. The second Saturday session, 3 p.m. The Sunday session, 3 p.m. Get to these meetings so we can pray for you, so you can be set free by the power of the blood of Jesus Christ. Then we have other meetings planned. I would encourage you to get to jbartlett.org. Look at the ministry schedule. If I'm anywhere near your area, make the plans to be there so I can help you in the authority of Jesus Christ. Now, Moses warns the people of God in the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 27. Cursed is anyone who makes an idol, a thing detestable to the Lord, the work of skilled hands, and sets it up in secret. Cursed is anyone who makes an idol. So perhaps somebody along your bloodline, in your bloodline, committed idolatry. Perhaps they created an idol, worshipped an idol, served an idol. That opened a door to demons. Thus, the demons travel through the bloodline, and more, most likely they have invaded your life. If you've not been through deliverance, if you've not experienced an exorcism, an inner exorcism, where you can be free from your soul and body, from these demons that attack your soul and body. It goes on. Moses writes, Curses anyone who dishonors their mother and father. That's a, that's a pretty common one. You see nowadays people being brutal, children being brutal against their parents, dishonoring their mother and father. Curses anyone who has sexual relations. This is found in Deuteronomy 27 with an animal. Curses anyone who sleeps with a sister the daughter of his father or the daughter of his mother. There's a curse that enters. 
And then if you look at the verse 26, cursed is anyone who does not uphold the words of this law by carrying them out. Basically what Moses is saying is that sin, sin in general can open doors to demons and bring curses in your life. And what does, what does curses do? They hold demons. The sin will attract demons. And the demons are known to travel from bloodline, through the bloodline from generation to generation to generation. Not that long ago, I was in Arizona. And we ministered to a 37-year-old lady by the name of Maria. For years, she was involved in Buddhism, Hinduism, Islam, the New Age movement, spiritualism, and a number of the Native American religious groups, including the participation in sweat lodges. After leading everyone assembled in the small meeting room and Holy Communion, we began to pray with Maria. And almost immediately, a demon spirit that had been harassing her for more than 34 years was driven out in the name of Jesus Christ. I mean, she could literally feel the demon quickly exit from her body. Now, there were many other demons, my friends, that surfaced within her, including a spirit called Tikal. Now, I'm familiar with this spirit, and I've spent many months in the country, Guatemala, where this spirit originated from. In fact, I currently oversee some churches in Guatemala and have seen many set free from these ancient Mayan spirits. Tikal is the name of a Mayan village which is just a few hours north of Guatemala City. And in this village, pagan temples were built where countless people were sacrificed to demonic spirits. Now, this particular spirit spoke in a number of Native American languages and was quite angry that it had been exposed. So I commanded the spirit to speak in English. And what it said was amazing. We have been here for more than 400 years in her blood because her ancestors practiced human sacrifice at the temple. We have brought hepatitis C, and we brought many diseases within her body. We are not leaving, the Spirit declared to me. We have been here for more than 400 years in her blood. Why? Because her ancestors practiced human sacrifice at the temple. Do you have ancestors that did great evil? They could have opened doors to demons, to evil spirits. For more than ten generations, these Central American spirits had been trafficking within the family because their ancestors were steeped into satanic blood ceremonies. Now, what was interesting about this encounter, and I'll be honest with you, my friends, with this particular spirit, is that it was named after a village, Tikal. Now, immediately, the Holy Spirit reminded me of something. I had bought, innocently enough, a shirt for my wife from Guatemala that had Tikal printed on it. <laughs> I contacted my wife, and amazingly, while I was dealing with this demon, it turns out she was wearing that same shirt that I that I had given her with the name of the village on it. Obviously, she immediately destroyed it. Now, I confronted this Takao spirit, but he was persistent. But he eventually confessed that Jesus was indeed Lord. 
He contorted and twisted her body in a very grotesque manner. There were 13 others of his kind within her. And there were a number of Jezebel spirits that reported to Cal. There were more than 6,000 spirits named Legion. And there was some very strange naming spirits within her. And because of her ancestral sins and her involvement in idolatry, these spirits were allowed. And allowed these thousands of unclean spirits to enter her body. And for hours we battled. We battled these demons and they fought against us. And they were commanded to release more than 24 broken pieces of her heart that had been holding, been held captive. We spoke to a very young three-year-old part of her heart who actually got to meet the risen Savior. The Lord Jesus held her hand and spoke words to her and to us, reaffirming his love for everyone. I'll tell you, this ministry is truly remarkable. As we're seeing in many of our public and private meetings, people are sharing testimonies of seeing Jesus. Of seeing Jesus. It's amazing. These little parts met Jesus. He healed them, and her broken pieces of her heart were placed back together. And Maria's heart was supernaturally healed by the power of the Holy Spirit. We also dealt with many thousands of demons, and they were driven out of her in Jesus' name. As you can imagine, she was so extremely joyful in her newfound freedom in Christ. And her mother was there, and she was delivered from many generational spirits. Her boyfriend was also set free from many satanic spirits. God just performed some wondrous, wondrous miracles in our midst, and I give him praise. But as I mentioned, we encounter these kinds of generational spirits all the time. And here was this spirit who said, we've been here for more than 400 years in her blood because her ancestors practiced human sacrifice at the temple. More than 10 generations, these Central American spirits have been trafficking within the family because their ancestors were steeped into satanic, performing satanic blood ceremonies. I'm serious. God's word is serious. Moses writes, Deuteronomy 28:15 If you do not obey the Lord your God and do not carefully follow all of his commands and decrees I'm giving to you today all these curses will come upon you and will overtake you and that's what has happened is that because demonic ancestral curses have entered the bloodline they overtake people and people's lives are destroyed financially emotionally spiritually mentally in every aspect the curses and demons are attached to these curses they will overtake you. We need to break it. And we're going to do that today. I'll be right back after this brief intermission.
This is Michael Tate with a reminder for all Jesus Freaks from the Voice of the Martyrs. It's easy to dismiss computer-based social networking as a waste of time and resources. But like other media advancements throughout history, ministries, including the Voice of the Martyrs, are seeing value in staying connected via Facebook and Twitter accounts and hosting online discussion groups. For example, members of the Be A Voice Network are sharing prayer requests, reporting on conferences, and providing updates on persecuted believers from around the world. Are you plugged in? Got a story, prayer request, or burden to share? Your entry point is persecution.com. curse, a generational bondage, and you need freedom, you've come to the right place, we want to help you. And in the authority of the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ, in the authority of the blood of Jesus Christ, I take authority over every generational spirit, over every generational spirit that's afflicting you, that's making you sick. That's keeping you held. That's keeping you captive. That's hurting you emotionally, financially, spiritually, mentally, physically, in every area of your life. I come against those spirits in the authority of the Lord Jesus Christ. And I speak to them in the authority of God in the flesh, Jesus. Leave these people. Now, leave them in the authority of Jesus Christ by the blood of the cross, by the power of the cross of Jesus Christ. And I hold in my hand the power of the cross. And I come against every generational spirit afflicted now. Release these dear people. Release them now. And the authority of Jesus. Now. In the authority of Jesus Christ. Go. And never come back again. Now I want you, my friends, to call upon that name of the Lord Jesus. I want you to say, Jesus is Lord. I confess that Jesus is Lord. I believe in his cross. I believe in his blood. I believe in the power of his resurrection. Jesus, save me. Heal me. Deliver me. I love and worship you, Jesus. 
In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Now, if you just send that simple prayer, and you ask Jesus to be your to be your Lord and Savior, I want you to email me, j at jbartlett.org, j at jbartlett.org, and let me know so I could send you a free New Testament so you could be inspired, encouraged, and blessed. I bless you, my friends. We have another segment to tonight's edition. I'll be right back after this brief intermission. In Azerbaijan, being a Christian and a bold witness for Christ can be costly. Forum 18 News reported that on October 31st, police raided a Christian festival and detained four believers in the town of Kusar, Azerbaijan. Eighty members of a Baptist church were gathered at a believer's home for a celebration thanking God for the harvest. When police arrived, they turned off the gas and electricity in order to prevent the believers from preparing their meal. Police also photographed and videotaped the service and recorded the names of those present. Despite the government crackdown, Believers in Azerbaijan remain faithful to Christ. To learn how you can pray for and help persecuted Christians, subscribe to the Voice of the Martyrs free monthly newsletter. Call 875-VOICE. That's 875-V-O-I-C-E. Support persecuted believers by calling 875-VOICE. The Voice of the Martyrs is a Christian nonprofit organization.
Señor. 